Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuhu. When a baby is born into this world, it has this incredibly soft skin and this amazing newborn smell. Other than anything else that exists, you might even say it's otherworldly. And the experience with that baby becomes otherworldly. And a baby is capable of taking you to other places, other spheres, and other consciousness. Whatever state you're in, if somebody puts a newborn into your arms, that state will change to something higher. But as the baby grows up, that softness of skin fades away. That smell of the newborn fades away. And something happens to that child. Uh, it's like being placed in brine does something to whatever you place into brine. It creates a hardness to it. So as the baby exists in this world, and of course dependent on the influences that the baby interacts with, but in most situations where someone with real wisdom isn't involved in the constant nurturing, monitoring, and raising of this baby. Uh, a veneer develops on the child. And that veneer is a result of its interaction with the world. And that veneer becomes what the world sees on that child. And that child is active in developing that veneer because it begins to understand that it has to do certain things in order to make its way and obtain what it needs within the world. That veneer becomes harder and harder and harder and harder. And that veneer can become what the person thinks he is. It can become what that person projects not only to the world but to itself as to what it is. So 
by the time that child is 20 or 30 or probably 6 or 7, a really distinct personality has developed and that distinct personality comes with its own point of view, its own prejudices, its own way of seeing things, and its own arrogant correctness that the veneer that it has established is the appropriate veneer for existence and that nothing else but that veneer is reality. Now imagine if you had a piece of wood with a veneer on it. There's no way of telling what the actual wood is underneath the veneer because the veneer totally hides it. In order to see what the wood is underneath the veneer, the veneer has to be stripped away. Now, imagine if you had a veneer and it covered your entire being and you had to go through the stripping process. Well, look at what it takes to strip a veneer off a table. It's not an easy process. It takes chemicals, it takes cutting, it takes a multi-faceted approach to getting this veneer off uh, in order to see what the wood underneath looks like. But it also takes a will to strip that veneer off. Somebody actually has to want to do it. Imagine if the table had a personality and could run away from you when you try to, to take its veneer off. Well, these are the problems with stripping the veneer off a human. <clears throat> a human uh, can run. A human can fight back. A human can object. Not only that, uh, a, a human can, in its own way, defend itself and claim that it's okay to try and kill the one who's taking, trying to take your veneer off because they're just in the process of self-defense. And of course, uh, certain laws would probably even uphold that point of view. That's why it is extremely dangerous to get into the veneer business or the removal of veneer uh, with humans. Most humans do not want their veneers removed. And the reality is that the only way veneer can be removed from a human is if the person comes to the veneer remover or the guru or the sheikh or the priest or the prophet or the teacher and lays down and says work on me. I'm ready to do whatever it takes in order to have this operation done on me. And then the work can begin. 
but it can only begin if the one being operated on subjects himself to the operation. When you go into an operation in a hospital, if they're dealing with uh, your upper torso, they tie you down. Why? Because even under the influence of the anesthetics, people react to somebody cutting their chest and they begin to flail and try to uh, stop the occurrence. Not just some people do that. Everybody does that. So what they do is they tie everybody down so that the doctor can do what he wants. Now the people who go into the operating room go in there sort of voluntarily and then the rest is done with anesthesia. So the voluntary nature of the succumbing to what the surgeon wants uh, to do uh, has to be assisted. Now, in the taking off of the veneer, in the changing of the understanding of the self to the finding out of the true self, <coughs> there also needs to be an anesthesia. There also needs to be something given that puts the person in a state where the operation can go on. And that anesthesia is called love. So a teacher who doesn't have love, a teacher who can't express profound love for the one who he's treating will be unable in most instances to treat the individual because the individuals will react to whatever is coming at them out of the fear that the veneer will be destroyed because this veneer has been their life. They have spent a lifetime building up this veneer, the personality, the knowledge, the ability to do things, the power, the functions, all of the things that you do in the world are dependent on everything you've put on top of yourself since you were a baby. And to say, well, these things all have to go, or at least the foundation of all these things has to go. The reasoning behind all these things has to go. You have to have a new way of seeing things, a new way of understanding things. You can expose yourself without being afraid. You can show your inner pain. You can show all of the things that would happen if the veneer was stripped away. Now, the veneer is there for a lot of reasons. It hides insecurities. It hides fears. It hides pain. It hides the fact that many people have absolutely no idea what's going on and know that they're faking it and have been faking it their entire existence. And they can't walk around with a sign that says, I'm faking it. 
So they wear a sign that says, I'm an expert. And we have all kinds of methodologies in this world to create experts. We give them degrees, we give them titles, we give them honors, we give them awards, uh, honorariums, all kinds of different ways to acknowledge this person is an expert. Well, everybody runs up to that moment when all of their expertise in whatever field they're an expert in does not resolve a crisis that the veneer just cannot handle. And what happens is the veneer may stay intact, but what's behind the veneer shatters. And that's when you have the walking dead. You have veneers walking around and there's nothing behind it anymore because it's been shattered. And all they've been able to do is maintain the veneer and walk around with the veneer. So there's a choice. One of two things is going to happen. You're either going to shatter the veneer and strengthen what's behind it, or you're going to strengthen the veneer and dissipate what's behind it. One of those two things is the choice. The question is, are you sufficiently cognizant of what's going on to make a rational choice? And do you even ever think that way? Do you think to the point where I know what I'm capable of and what I'm not capable of? I know what I know and what I don't know. What happens is some people spend their entire life concentrating on what they think they know and in gaining knowledge of what they know as if that constant gaining of knowledge will somehow insulate them against the things that they don't know. <clears throat> they also don't confront the things that they don't know because confrontation with things you don't know can lead to anxiety and an unpleasant feeling. And people have learned to stay away from unpleasant feelings because it makes their life easier for them. They won't face the truth of what's difficult. So this path is essentially about the deconstruction of everything that we have picked up in the world that doesn't have to do with reality. A change in belief system from everything that we've picked up that doesn't have to do with reality. A cultural shift to change all parts of the culture that have nothing to do with reality. A belief system shift to shift towards that which that which is underneath the veneer needs as opposed to what the veneer needs. A shift in the way we approach things. And a shift in the way we act. This all comes about 
through learning the difference between what has permanence and what is a mere temporary manifestation. And what we learn when we begin this journey is many of the things that are permanent can't be seen. That many of the things that are permanent can't be carried. That many of the things that are permanent can't be bought. That many of the things that are permanent you have to be able to give up certain of the things that you've held sacred in order to be able to obtain. That you can't, for instance, maintain arrogance and anger at the same time you maintain love. Certain things have to be done away with in order to be able to get rid of this veneer. And you'll find that if all of this can fall into place, the veneer can crack and fall apart in a second. And you don't need to scrape and to pour acid on and to go through all kinds of difficulty. Because all of a sudden, it means nothing to you. Now, it may take years to get to that point, but that point can happen in a second. But we, as the ones still trying to remove the, the veneer, have to strengthen our faith, strengthen our determination, strengthen our certitude as to what is real. We have to strengthen our belief in the teachers that we've found. We have to strengthen our belief in the prophets that came to give us the message of the truth. And we have to adhere to those messages. At the same time, there are all these contra messages coming from all over the world, from every mouthpiece that exists. And what's funny is that a lot of the ones spouting these messages are dressed in the veneer of religion, are dressed in the clothes, the veneer of holy men. And yet, they are spouting messages that are contrary to reality, contrary to the truth, and contrary to what our culture tells us religion is supposed to do for us. So sometimes, in order to find your religion, you have to escape religion. Sometimes, in order to find truth, you have to escape the normative definitions of truth. Sometimes, to find truth, you have to run away from people who tell you they're giving you the truth. And you need to have the discretion to be able to do this. And where does that come from? How do you get that? How can you tell when you're having uh, a southern expression, the shook put on you, or you're being told the truth? Well, you have to pray that the truth will be found. You have to ask and plead with reality, hak, that the truth will come to you. 
and that when it comes, you will see it. And how do you do this? By softening yourself, by melting yourself. Because as you melt, the veneer will melt from you. And then, you will be closer in touch with a tuning fork inside of yourself that only goes off when reality comes, when the resonance of reality comes. So you have to be able to trust that. But to trust, to be able to get to the point where that can be trusted, you have to have put yourself in a place where that resonance can vibrate in you where enough of the world has been taken away from you that the resonance of Allah, the resonance of the truth, the resonance of the Prophet can come through to you. So our work is to melt. Melting takes a certain fire inside of ourselves. That fire is this yearning for the truth and that way will push the veneer away from us from the inside as that burning desire for the truth gets stronger and stronger and stronger the veneer which can't answer those questions is going to break away because we don't believe in it anymore the glue that holds the veneer is a belief system if the glue the belief system is altered the veneer can't stay on you. So you have to find a belief system that's true. And then you have to actually believe it. And act on it. And that is the nature of the path. As you take one real step towards the truth, the truth will begin to take steps towards you. And aid will come to you as aid is required. Things will be given to you when things are needed. When you're ready, you will be fulfilled. Believe it. Have faith in it. And step by step, our path towards reality will become our path. May this occur for each of us. May we all find our way to the truth. And may the truth be our touchstone and fulfill us. Amin, amin, ya rabbil alameen, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.